If you were a potato, what way would you like to be cooked? Mashed. Waffle. Uh, chunu manu with the chaat masala on top. What is happening? Man, I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went in so many different directions. I don't know why I said chinumunu. <laughs> and you asked the question. Just like I t- I'm telling you, I never remember the way that it's. <laughs> but I meant like, I meant like really thin slices with the jat masala on top. And, so and fries. Oh, oh yeah, it, like fries, but but with the ketchup drizzled on it. You know how some people like mm. the ketchup on the side, and then some people like it on top. Yeah. The ketchup and then the chaat masala on top that sticks to the ketchup. So mm. then it's like, ooh, it's so good. That's fire. That I said waffle. Fries. Waffle fries? Yeah. Like Chick-fil-A style? Yeah. They hit. Mm. Honestly, I, I feel like Chick-fil-A is the only only place that waffle fries are that good. I've That's because had... the sauces, too. But they're, but they're just the right amount of crispy everything. and then, like, slightly soft in the inside. Just everything's That's true. perfect. They're I amazing. Don't what, I don't know what they're doing there, but it's perfect. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're blessing it. <laughs> my pleasure all over it. Whoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. No, you know how they say my pleasure? There's a... There's a... <laughs> yo, yo, uh, I no, hope you not, never worked at Chick-fil-A. Not my pleasure. Why? I would be perfect. I would just say my now, pleasure now, all the time. Now we know what the Chick-fil-A sauce is. Okay, I'm done. Oh, they, they say my pleasure all the time. Uh, oh, that's right. why Amber likes it. Whoa! <laughs> nah, sure, I'm gonna have to give you the L on that one. <laughs> what? I said my pleasure. You guys don't understand we, that? We heard what you said. No, bro. no, we get what you said, but then we also heard what you said. Because you guys are dirty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is accurate. You guys are dirty. You're the one who thought it, not me. Amber, you like your uh, potatoes mashed. With yeah. pleasure. <laughs> okay. Let's leave the pleasure out of it. You guys brought it up. This, no, this you is, know, you this know, is you also another... You know what I was another... thinking about? Was specifically when I said mashed? Like the Nando's mashed potatoes. Like yes. The pe- Those like are good. the peel is in it. Like they have a little bit of the peel. It's like the perfect amount of garlic and butter and salt. And... Oh, wow. This is, this is correct. Because some places, their mashed potatoes are just like mushy, milky water. And you it's know, just, you know and it's it's just m- straight white. It's not like there's like a potato con- consistency. Like I want my potatoes to have consistency of a potato. That's mashed. My, of a potato. A my potato. brother freaking got um, mashed potatoes from I think KFC a few weeks ago mm-hmm. or something, and he got the gravy. And do you guys know about the gravy? Isn't the gravy pork? The gravy's got pork in it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say no. Most most places don't have gravy that doesn't have pork. He's probably and eating it like, oh, this is so good. What's in it? I was the first one to like. Oh, you I had open it. it. Well, I saw the little you like pork no, bits or whatever. Just you wow. Had you had some. Did you Did you eat I it? I had. Yeah. I had some. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But listen, listen. Oh, it didn't have like the chunky part of the gravy. I was like, I like tried it because I didn't know, and then. Wait, has, I was has like, your brother been eating this, it this whole time? No, he doesn't. We oh. never get KFC. But, like, I was, uh, I knew right from, like, the first taste that it had some sort of meat mm-hmm. in it. And then I was, like, I looked it up on my phone. I was, like, and then I, I pretended to, like, no. I was, like, bro, like, you know these have pork. He's, like, no, I don't know. I was, like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh <laughs> so you blamed God. it on him. 
Yeah, I mean, like, well, if I go somewhere, I always ask. Okay. The rule so of thumb is just had... to never get gravy from outside. Or just get it from Nando's. Not the gravy, Na- but the Nando- potatoes. Yeah, I was going to say potatoes. Because yeah. I don't even need the gravy. And that's rare. Mm-hmm. To not even have the gravy for the mashed potatoes. But, okay, but what, their sauces the best are good enough. Dipping sauce for your fries. Ketchup. Ketchup. I'd say ketchup. Oh. And Sometimes been, barbecue. Barbecue. I've been like using a little bit of Asian zing sauce on my fries. And I've really been having a great and That's time. why you're wrong. <laughs> I think for wings, those are amazing. But I just yeah. have Asian zing um, issue right now. I like sweet heat on everything. That's amazing. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shimmer. I'm Faraz. My name is Amber. And this is brought to you by Olive Theory. And this is also the strangest and greatest podcast in the game. Facts. Mm. Planet. Planet. If you'd like to email us or send us your amazing music, you can at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. Only if it's your cousins. And apparently Amber's on this thing for like the past 20 episodes where she wants cousins to send their music. If you have a cousin to send your music in, we will not play it on the podcast. But unless it's lit and amazing, then we'll play it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But you can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Wow. And literally all over the board. And guys, I am back at home now. Mm. So you can see the visual aspect and how my home looks on YouTube. He's got the blue screen back there to report the weather at any given time. So now I can change it, the green screen, physically on my wall now. Just to show it. Uh, Dude, imagine if that background was a background. Dude, so meta. And then you walk into it. And then we're like, whoa, can you do that sometime and not tell us? Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. I would love to pretend like I know what we're talking about, but y'all lost me. Yeah. And hopefully if you guys watch the YouTube part you'll know what we're talking about that's even better when you actually pull it off because amber's gonna have no idea (laughs) she's gonna be like what happened but you can follow along on all social media facebook instagram and twitter and if you want to join strange flavors town you can help and become an executive producer of this podcast like bobber's bagels and cassie's cupcakes who have been supporting this podcast for a while now wow Thank yep. you to the Strange Flavors Town Committee. It feels Thank like you. an Animal Crossing town, and that makes me so happy. Yeah. It's so if your innocent. name is Aisha and you want to sell apples, we can open a business for you to Aisha's support the apples. podcast. That'd be wow. amazing. Yeah, I think it'd be so nice. I feel like Allie's apples better. There's <laughs> okay, an we'll Allie. find an Allie. Anything with an A, honestly, start, you know, becoming an executive producer. Bobber just like beat everybody to the punch. It was like, forget <laughs> A. Let's just start with two Bs. <laughs> open. A B and then a C. <laughs> that's true B and the C we need an A if your name we starts with an A. an A and you need and you haven't been supporting this podcast well you haven't no then it'll look then it'll look rigged yeah well, people are gonna say that let it be rigged <laughs> let it be rigged <laughs> also guys we have an amazing YouTube channel called Ronopono where we make cultural comedy channel and we have a Patreon for it you get exclusive mm. content patreon.com slash Ronopono and if you'd like to get our amazing merch and wear it we have the intentions collection the oh. bond hub wow collection all <laughs> available on romanpono.com yeah we just we just dropped um the 
how it's made to Packy Gang on our Patreon. Uh, we go into the entire story of how that whole thing came together. It's amazing, and that video obviously went mega viral. And just to relive that moment and go over what happened in all that um, time that we were creating it um, is is definitely something that could benefit a lot of people and just you know pure entertainment for some people to know how it came together. Um, wow. So that's on our Patreon. Um, so we uh, also have received a lot of reviews recently, which we really, really appreciate from you guys on our podcast app, on the Apple Podcast app. And then, um, you know, we always appreciate you guys uh, subscribing to our YouTube um, and following us on our social media. Recently, we had another actual review come into this magazine written um, by Sophia Majid. She wrote a review. Whoa, shout out. GQ? It's uh, close. It's hoof print. So I'm sure you guys have heard of that one. Yo, I love that. That's my favorite. <laughs> wow. But, but no, like she um, wrote about us uh, and, and it was really cool because anytime that somebody features us in that way, like yeah. it's it's amazing that you guys, you know, feel so connected to the podcast. I just want to share a little bit about what she wrote. Um, so she said, strange flavors, five out of five stars. Whoa. Content. Content creators Amber Azadi Farasamir and Shamir. Not Shamir, Shamir but Shamir. Yeah. Shamir. Wally's podcast it is an open and genuine review on everything. The podcast is set in a casual and conversational tone, which allows the listeners to feel like part of the conversation and allows the listener to relate. Uh, then she goes on to explain uh, about strange exchanges and how she really likes those. Some of her favorite episodes are Is Socks Next in Fashion? Um, episode that you know after he got off the netflix show um instagram artist emin ahmed and then mo vision the rapper um so she really liked those episodes specifically um and then she said at the end of the podcast they asked their guest if any which ice cream flavor describes them and their personality overall it is a melting pot of a podcast on society and culture so Ooh. thank you so much for that review sophia we really appreciate you and for sharing our podcast thank you sophia wow you're amazing Yo, man. Uh, so it's 2.30 a.m. right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. It has been a crazy week for so many people in the <laughs> States um, because this election is never ending. This is the longest election yeah. that we've ever like witnessed, witnessed because sure. of coronavirus and how long it has extended uh, the voting process. Yeah. So as of now, it seems that Joe Biden will be winning. The no, election. he's just in the lead. Yeah. He's just 264. He's supposed he's to almost get 270. There. Yeah, yeah, he's almost there. He basically is... I think he's probably going to win. I um, mean, I don't want to say Anything could something. happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Let's... Uh, I'm scared as soon as we say something solid, like, he's. oh, he's going to win. He's not, and I don't want to do that to my heart right now. I can't. Um, I didn't want to... And you guys know we don't really talk about politics much on here but i did want to share something that maybe could open some perspective right i haven't been sharing a lot of like my political views or anything on um twitter and everywhere else that is already overflowed with you know everyone's opinions um and that's because i want to kind of like lay back and frankly i've been you know not wanting to be caught in the stress of it and i have been enjoying the memes you guys have been killing it uh with these amazing memes um that have come out of the election I want to say if Biden does win, right, um, I think a lot of people are overly excited about what's going to happen and our country saved and all that, right? Like, we want to have hope. We want to have 
um, you know, just just faith in bringing people and unifying people again, right? And I think that hopefully, as he says, uh, he'll be able to do that. I think that's something that uh, requires charisma and and proper leadership and empathy and things like that. Some qualities that I think we saw Obama with, right? Um, he never really divided people in the ways that uh, obviously our last president or current president uh, Trump has. This is what I want to say to people that if, if Biden does end up winning is that we should, as people, hold him accountable in the same ways that we hold Trump accountable for everything. Sure. And and what that means is that, you know, um, he, he still does not have a clean slate. He's still responsible for so many really corrupt things. One example of that is, you know, signing on to the Iraq war and literally, you know, being being one of the people that are responsible for the killing of hundreds and thousands of innocent people, a war that is marked illegal by the United Nations. Right. And then we know his vice president, uh, Kamala Harris, that our communities are glorifying as vote for auntie oh my god she's mm-hmm. indian uh. guys like just because somebody looks like you and, and this applies to black people for obama this applies to black people for kamala now as well does not mean that you know automatically they are looking out for you and your communities and she might you know we want to we want to hope and we want to give the benefit of the doubt um about these things but we need to continue to uh, look for the best in these people and hold them accountable. Don't be what we did not like from the other side this entire time, which like any time that Trump would do something wrong, people come to his defense See, and people make excuses for him. Like, I feel like more than the right, the one thing that the left is good at is, well, like right now how you're saying that we've been holding Trump accountable... I think that we will, more than Trump's people have been doing for him, will be holding them accountable. Because, I hope so. Because the reason why I say this is that so many times Trump will do anything wrong. His supporters, regardless of what his actions are, will always find a way to make an excuse for it. Whereas people on the left, I would say, are more like, hey, it's like the lesser of two evils. No one's really satisfied. And I saw the same thing in this in the last election as well nobody's ever really satisfied with the democratic candidate it's more of like a a you know settling type thing and quite honestly you're not dating the candidate you're not marrying the candidate you're not going to but this is somebody that you are voting for because their um values and what they want to see in the country is something similar to what you want to see for your country and then from there you're going to hope that what you ask of them is going to do that. And we've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but that does start at the local level as well. So what you put into power, put the, the whoever you put into power in local elections are going to be the same people that influence it on a bigger level. So I think that, you know, we should definitely be holding everybody accountable. These are public servants and that's what their job is. Well, let's just hope that that all happens. Hopefully. We deserve sure. Bernie. But hey. Let's see. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, enough of this. Um, we're really excited for today's guest. This is a dope yes. one. Uh, this has yep. been a long time in the making, over two years, I think. But it finally, it finally happened. Finally. 
the stranger today is no stranger at all if you have been following brown creators on youtube from the jump he's made his mark as a punjabi influencer from toronto through his animated rants his compilations of music culture and traditional art and of Ooh. course his hilarious comedy series living in a brown fam ladies and gentle please uh -oh. give it up for the one and only the amazing ak This, ladies and gentlemen, the it's legend. your boy, the legend. <laughs> what up, everybody? It is your boy AK on whose podcast? Uh, I guess mine, yours. We'll see that. So I don't know what number is it for you. For me, it's uh, AK causing ruckus. I believe sixteen. I'm hope I'm right on that. How okay, many? We're, how, we're, how many not, podcasts not too far off. In? Not too far off. We're at one twenty-seven, but you know, oh, close, kind of close. <laughs> yeah, well, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> So I have a lot to learn. Right. Clearly, no, man. No, clearly, no, no, no. learned a lot from you. Yeah. You guys look like you're ready to go to space with this freaking whole uh, <laughs> this format, man. Yeah, man. You got you got it. You got to try to do it the best we can. But no, I mean we're we're definitely came up from looking up to people like you. And and first of all, I just want to start off by saying what an honor this is to have you Huge here. Honor. Um, this we're trying is to crazy. hold in our fanboyness right now. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to hold it in, but for sure. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. There's just a dope opportunity, and usually it's like kind of like I guess right away, kind of not even last minute. This was just kind of like uh, abrupt. I guess you could say it just happened randomly. I needed someone on my radio for tomorrow, and then you're like, "Yo, I've been trying to get you on this thing. Let's listen, do it." And like, yeah, here listen, we are. For, for us, yeah. it's not abrupt. I've been, I've been planning this out since I was a kid. Okay, I was like, you know, one day, and then for the and then since we started this podcast, I was like, "Yo, guys." Like, we got to get AK. He follows me. I'm going to make it happen. And then they're just like, I keep telling them, like, yo, guys. The amount of times that this has been mentioned, like, listen, AK follows me. We can make this happen. We can make this happen. Yeah. Like, I've been on the live two times. And the second time, it finally worked. I was like, yo, let's set the day time. But no, we, we definitely appreciate you. Like, this is, again, yeah, thank you just, so much. just a huge honor and a huge moment for, for us as fans. So thank you for being here. Dope, man. Dope, do you, John. Do you see yourself as, like, a legend as as a pioneer of the game for so many of these i mean i'm sure you've been seeing so many young south asian creators coming up uh now especially do you see yourself as that sort of uh you know person that set the set the path i'm not gonna lie back in the day obviously not because like i was just starting off i was doing my own thing but now obviously now 10 years later or 10 plus years later now 100 percent, especially working with all these young guys and they're obviously coming up to you and they're like fans of your shit and you know i'm fans of all these young guys like 100 percent. it's like a full circle it kind of comes around but uh I know in terms of legends and all this shit like I guess like people do put you up on this pedestal and like if you think back like I don't know like if you think back like yeah there's a lot of people coming up to me and saying man you were the first one to do this shit and yeah. if you think back mm -hmm. like okay maybe I wasn't the first one to do it but maybe I was the first one to like get that spark going you know because a lot of people were sharing it you know because yo dude I remember dude when I first made my first video dude Just Rain, Just Rain was still around he was doing 25 things in his room Humble the Poet and Harmon the Hater were, were around there's a lot of people that were doing things, mm -hmm. but you know, they were just getting a lot, a lot of views. And I guess people kind of put me up on that thing because there was like the spark that kind of like, you know, started this whole, I guess you could say brown YouTube thing. But now looking you know back it at is? it, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's just like a lot of us felt like we were doing it first and a lot of us fell off and <laughs> yeah. we're, we're obviously younger, but like 
you know, at the time I live in, I told you this, but I live in a very conservative county. So I'm like the only brown dude around here. <laughs> and when we first started making videos, when I was, you know, in middle school, uh, I was like, man, like, what, how can I do this? There's no one out there that looks like me. And I wasn't thinking this way out loud, but, you know, internally, I guess. Then I saw, you know, you, Just Rain, Superwoman. A lot of you guys actually in Toronto that, like, yeah. were yeah. kind of established. The whole Brampton area. Yeah. Exactly, so yeah. Was that, was, did that help out seeing, like, these other fellow creators coming up um, and, and, you know, being inspired in that way? Who would you look up to? Um, honestly, when I was coming around, I, I knew of Just Rain and I knew what Harmon the Hater and Humble the Poet guys were doing. But like ter in terms of inspiration, I would say I was just watching a lot of other non-Punjabi YouTubers, you know, just like, uh, you know, I remember back in the day, like there was just like these, like there was this Gina in Vancouver. I don't know if you remember, but Peter Chow and stuff back in the day. Okay. He's like this Gina, he would just rant and stuff. And there's just these old school guys, even like Philip DeFranco. He's been around for mm -hmm. a really long time, you know what I'm saying? And I used to remember when he was like at one time, like on like a donation page and just asking like people like, you'll help me out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I remember in those days and like he was like moving and barely making things work. And now look at him. He's got like a full fucking news corporation kind of flex going on, you know? And he's That's still like kind of like- That's like you. Yeah, he's still You didn't ask for the donations, you asked for bees, but <laughs> hey, you got, AK, you got AKTV going, so. AKTV. <laughs> mm -hmm. Straight. That's what's up, man. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, for for a lot of us, it, it's it's weird, and we don't know, you know, uh, what the situation is. But what is the true story of what happened between you and Just Rain? Like, what's the yeah. beef about? Honestly, I don't feel like there was beef to begin with. I think it's just like, um, like for example, I think it's just when other entities get involved, man. Like, and other people okay. get involved. Like, for example, at the end of the day, I'm like my own guide. I'm I'm just moving around. I ain't got no manager. I ain't got no agent. I don't really like take orders from anyone you know what i'm saying right. and i remember actually if you want to go way way back i remember it's honestly it just goes back to like just stupid stuff like i remember i would do crazy comedy about like you know saying what the bug bug stuff and like obviously throwing like you know right. sicky into it and through through a comedic twist and people that take sicky to the max whether it's him or his people that he hangs out with they would take offense to these things and rather than address it to me and just be like yo why were you saying that in the video you want to make another one they would just make diss videos slick diss videos and they would be like oh i'm not gonna diss my bug i'm gonna tie my bug i'm gonna tell you guys how to do a tutorial and it was just slick mm. disses you know something like and it would just start from there and then it would hit another one then it would be at when lions roar i'm trying to help them out volunteer people just don't fuck with me people just don't fuck with me in general because i dissed you know their rappers back in the day the girls in brampton back in the day and guess what there's rapper in the crew there's girls in the crew everyone just had this like animosity all always towards me no matter what i would try to do to You're change like the push a t of the brown <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? and at the end of the day dude the way i am is i i, I, I can say it to your face and online some people mm. are not the same way you know what i'm saying people like go behind you know closed doors and have meetings and do other things have have projects lined up and you know yeah. to come to get their point across you know i just kind of get to the you know like look remember yeah. me i used to literally just be in my room talking shit and same i feel like room, that's same room yeah, <laughs> same exact room <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, it kind of reminds me. I feel like I kind of need to go right back to that. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I'm more working on this big like movie and big shows and stuff. But like, honestly, sometimes it makes me want to get back into the room and just fucking start ranting again and just explain yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's why people love you. That's why, you know, uh, we always kind of gravitate towards you. You were always honest. You were always real with it. 
and we knew that we were getting like just authentic AK who's not mm-hmm. you know, who's who's yeah. just talking from his own perspective. Yeah. I mean, as a girl, like I like you were very like raw about things, so it was always like crossing that boundary of like, okay, am I comfortable with what he's saying or not? But it was always entertaining, so it was yeah. never like, oh, okay, like is what he's saying like wrong? It was like the perfect comfortable level. But I can see if people are yeah. the ones maybe feeling the wrath of the jokes. And not yeah. taking them as jokes, maybe they feel that way. Yeah. Were yeah. you and Just Rain like ever like buds? Yeah, hundred percent. Like uh, we did, uh, we did videos together. I mean, we've done events together. I mean, like, I mean, we were homies. I mean, I would still not like at the end of the day, there's no beef, and neither are we like homies right now. Like, I mean, it's just neutral. You know, what I mean, I feel like that with the rest of the world. I mean, neither am I anybody's best friend, and neither do I wish harm on anybody. I just like, yo, let's just see what people get up to. You know what I'm saying? And th- that's yeah. it. Have do you ever think- tried to like, um, you know? Slash it up or, or, or try to, you know, meet in the middle anywhere or anything like that? Um, I mean, I've always met, like, I mean, I've always hollered at Rupin and, like, I don't even know if they have a good relationship anymore. At the end of the day, everyone's just in their own world, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what can you do, man? You can put your hand out, but, you know, if, at the end of the day, if people aren't really responding or really on that frequency anyway, so, like... I'm not, I'm like, to be honest, like at the end of the day, I used to be there where I'm like, yo, let's holla at him. Like, just try to do something. And nowadays I'm just like, yo, like, what's the point? Like, honestly, I'm mm. not even like, not, I, I don't even know the guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just from what I've obviously done in the past, I obviously wouldn't want to hang out with him. Who knows? Maybe he's a changed guy. Maybe he took a AK hibernation for a year and now he's a changed guy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he would be my best friend now. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Is there, when you see him at certain levels, and, and especially with uh, Lily Singh, Superwoman, you know, she's obviously gotten huge, uh, way beyond South Asian creators and all of that. Is there ever any sort of like resentment or, or have you ever at any point felt any sort of jealousy towards like you being in the same, uh, you know, room literally? Yeah, uh, and coming up together. them on like yeah. New York billboards <laughs> and all of that. Honestly, like, I guess you could say back in the day, man, I guess when I was obviously ranting and always burning bridges, always dissing people, like, I guess you could say it always came off in that sense. And honestly, I guess at the end of the day, the thing I realize is everyone has a different path and a different mission. And even though they all came from the same room, same Punjabi family, same area, doesn't mean they want to do the same thing as maybe me or the rest of the Qom or the rest of the community. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like every time I was so driven on core Punjab issues, it seems like a lot of people just wanted to run away from them. You know what I'm saying? Literally, you know what I'm saying? Literally run away from not only issues, their own family, their cities, you know what I'm saying? And here I am, still in the hood, on the street level, literally going from here to BC, Cali, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just me, like, from the hood, same dude. I don't have to, like, go to no penthouse and go to no agent or run those fucking red fucking carpet galas to feel like I'm connected to, what, the people? Nah, the people always had my back. But where I feel like... In the, in the end, bro, people are all, all going to head to the same place, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't even think it's a race at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, And at the end of the day, I don't want to be in L.A., bro. I've, I've gone there. I've gone to those agencies. I've gone, like, t- I've, I've chilled there. I've seen the creators. I don't want to be there, bro, you know what I'm so saying? So it's more like, of, so, like, an independent route thing for you. It's, 100, it's a 100% independent route, and it's like, just, yo, where you vibe? Where's your passion? Where do you work best? You know, where's my... I feel like, yo, why would we want to go chase something in Hollywood when we... I feel like we could bring Hollywood here, to Brampton, sure. to Toronto, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what's interesting is that, you know, the, the same thing that you brought up that you were criticized for uh, early on in your YouTube career, 
which is like, you know, um, not representing the Sikh community properly or whatever, is what I see a lot of criticism towards Lily now, where on Twitter, it's like a lot of Sikh people that are saying we don't claim her. Did you have any thoughts on that or did you see that at all? But at the end of the day, dude, like it's going to come out like, hey, that's what I felt back in the day. And at the end of the day, if the people those are your people, how can you run away from your people or not try to claim them or let alone when you do mention them, you just diss them in skits rather than uplift them. You know what I'm saying? Or bring actual awareness or topics. Well, or is that, anything, is that you what, what you think, though? Like when you see her skits and, and like, does that relate to you at all? Like what if she's uh, saying that, like, you know how you were you were criticizing the same yeah. way of like. Yeah. Uh, you know, people might have perceived that as like, yo, you're making fun of us instead of representing us. Do you think that she's perceived that way or is it different? No, I mean, everyone's, uh, yeah, everyone has their perspective. But yeah, I think it's uh, my thing in the beginning was like, yo, is he dissing us or is he, you know, thing? But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you could see 10 years later, I'm still that guy. I'm still preaching about the same fucking message. Other people, they uh, come in and out of uh, special events and like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this and that. Like, yo, that so day, it's like, that So it's day. like being tied to the actual community for you. A hundred percent. And at the end of the day, people see through the facade, man. Like people see through this shit. You know what I'm saying? People know mm. who's real, who's not. It doesn't take, like at the end of the day, I know people say, oh, social media makes us so much harder. I don't know. Like, it's is it a lie? Yo, are you kidding me? I could literally watch someone's story in like 10 seconds and be like, holy shit, this guy's fucking solid. Or be like, yo, this guy is the biggest fudu I've ever seen in my life. Like, right away, within 10 seconds. I agree I with ju- that, actually. If you just scroll through someone's Vibe feed and just watch through their story, you could feel it. How could you not? You know what I'm saying? The sure, eyes yeah. don't lie. The vibe don't lie. Yo, you could see it. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, I do have to pose a question, though. Like, for example, saying that you're still in the same community and everything... Lily, in order to get her show, I feel like would she have gotten her show? She didn't move to LA, and certain opportunities oh, wouldn't have come for her. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Everything necessarily... connects, right? Everything connects. Right. Yeah, you got it. That next creator leads to the next bigger creator, then the next bigger creator yeah. leads to an agent, and that agent leads to next gigs. And then once you're in LA, you're in LA, and you're set. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Like you know, like yeah, that's but it. That, that wasn't your goal, right? Uh, at the end of the day, no, man. Because if at the end of the day, they went to LA to do what? Get the shows, get the movies, get the roles. Nowadays, nothing's getting made. And guess what? I got my show lined up. I got my movie mm-hmm. lined up. And guess what? It's going to happen right here in the hood. Not in LA. It's called living in a brown hood for a reason. It's not. It wouldn't be shot in LA. Living in a brown hood would be shot in here in a brown hood. You get what I'm saying? So, like, these are the things I've been thinking about for years and, like, been scripting for years and things I actually want to put into formation this coming year you know what i'm saying yeah. and yeah. i'm pretty much so, in that final kind of like step where yeah yeah so after all those years that like people are wondering you know what you're doing and uh like <laughs> exactly. this is what you've been planning the whole time i feel like at the end of the day yo your work will always speak for itself because at the end of the day like why are we impressed by these lilies and whatnot because they're like oh fuck she took a picture with the rock oh fuck she has the show like okay fuck it i'll take I'll go take a picture with Diljeet. I'll get my show on Netflix. Like, I'll get this shit done. If if that's what you guys want, I'll do it. But it's going to happen on my accord, you know, with my people, you know what I'm saying? And that was the long, that was the biggest thing. I didn't, I didn't know who I wanted to do my projects with. And it was sometimes the wrong crowd. Sometimes it wasn't the right idea. But now I feel like everything's literally in synchronicity and it's all happening full flow. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think there's like a huge uh, sacrifice that comes with, uh, you know, all these people and and because we're we're fans of all you guys and you've inspired us i will say that like you know seeing the the person who kind of puts their foot in the door i guess 
is 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 taking a sacrifice along with you know okay yeah you're not going to be in your same like home base anymore you're going to get a lot more criticism and then you have someone like you where yeah we still keep up with you but what's the follower count and all of that right and how many yeah. non-brown people know you and that's where it's just like the sacrifice of values and and among many other things that like uh i don't know i don't know the answer to that but i think that a lot of people struggle with finding where they like it like for example with president barack obama you know a lot of black people felt like they he didn't actually represent them but then again a lot of people were like you know what he needed to be the first guy who takes the most criticism he needed to be perfect with no scandals and everything and still you know get criticism in order for future black people to come up so mm-hmm. i don't know i i, I kind of like i guess i see both perspectives uh hundred percent like you said there's sacrifices and you got to balance your shit man like at the end of the day like I mean, at the end of the day, I could have done both. I could have gone to Hollywood, still kept my values. Yeah. But at the end of the day, dude, it's just everyone has their own path and their own mission. Yeah. Like I said, you know, it's a, it's it's to me, it's a fucking marathon, man. It ain't no race. It's literally yeah. a marathon. Whatever and makes you happy, right? For um, me, um, I think it's exciting to to hear about this because I think yeah. for a long time, people would always be like, "Hey, AK, can you be consistent?" Or like, <laughs> you know, like people would always it's ask the number that. one comment. The number yeah. one comment. But I think it's cool because now knowing about this it's like you've always been working behind the scenes and then you have these big projects lined up i think that's very happy uh cool to see for like fans to see and uh really inspiring i think yeah 100 percent. like like you said man just working in the background like at the end of the day nobody really knows what i get up to and like at the end of the day i'm not most of my money didn't really come from youtube and still doesn't come from youtube you know what i'm saying like that's literally pennies on the fucking dollar compared to sponsorships compared to like a lot of production work i'd be doing i mean believe it or not like i've been like shooting just for the last couple of years up until recently i finally kind of like stopped because i feel like now i finally got my you know skill set and the the money now to fund my projects you know what i'm saying so like f- for the last couple of years people don't even know like i've just been shooting commercials you probably see on like go down the tv or punjabi channels but i wouldn't put my name on them i would just do music videos i'd be editing like com- you know like short films documentaries for like various people all over the world you know what i'm saying and then I-, I loved it and i actually passionately loved it because i was not only like gaining more skills of production work all the way from brainstorming ideas to post-production to like marketing etc etc but like in general like i was just like learning everything so now i could put it towards my bigger projects and at, and at the same time i was building these connects like one guy's like a corporate guy one guy's like some artist with 10 million followers one guy's this one guy's this and they're in the end i'm just building these connects i wasn't doing it for like the snapchat at the time like yo i'm chilling with fucking the jeans honey saying yo no i was just trying to work build these connects and then like i said i know when the time comes like this movie like this tv show if i ask for those favors yo bro and like yo brown boys are you guys down to be in the studio for a couple seconds yo i know at least people out of respect and we'll just come together you know what i'm saying and put this yeah. shit together that's mm-hmm. that, that's just like cameos and celebs forget like and then and then obviously have a bunch of comedians and cast and like think about it Chappelle show is not just Chappelle show because of Chappelle. i mean he had a huge cast you know he had like you know fucking charlie murphy he had his all these other homies together you know what i'm saying so i feel like i'm at that stage right now i'm like finally like finalizing my team and now you'll see my tv show now in production for the next two months and then pretty much by 21 the goal is to have this pilot tv 
uh, episode in in front of like Netflix and Amazon oh, and wow. you know Hulu That's and awesome. you, you know what I'm saying the goal is to give them a nice 22 minute fucking perfect pilot that they'll want to buy more of I guess you could say you know are you able to uh, tell us anything about it like what it what's it about yeah is, is I mean the like whole a- goal is like imagine like Chappelle show meets Matt TV meets like Ali G and um, you know like KMPO vibes. You know, okay. where they're very like short skits and they're just, um, you know how like AKTV you've seen on uh, my um, on my uh, YouTube channel where the TV channel's at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and dope. It just, I love that and it, format. You like that yeah. idea, right? So my whole concept is literally extend that for 22 minutes. You know, oh, a half yeah. an hour, half an hour TV show, and literally every one to two minutes, it just keeps alternating to another parody, another commercial, which was really another parody of mine. You know what I'm saying? And just more music videos, more. It just keeps alternating to another skit. So, like, imagine, and this is going to be very universal. Like, uh, like think about it. If I'm trying to get in front of executives at Netflix and Amazon and they're Chinese and they're Gori and they're Kali I gotta make them all laugh as much as the Punjabis are laughing you know what I'm saying so, so how like, much is it uh, uh, culturally Punjabi honestly it's gonna have the Punjabi crew on it just like how okay. Chappelle's show would have oh, a lot right. of Kali involved but yes like we're gonna be all Punjabi but the whole goal is to have it like 99 uh, like 90% like English you know what I'm saying and you got the little sprinkles of Punjabi you know yeah. but the whole goal is like I said man to make everyone laugh you know so make sure all these executives are laughing as much as our Punjabi fans are you know what I'm saying so like for example I have these ideas like I don't know if you remember I did a Mr. Bean parody it was called Mr. Baines at one okay. point and it was just a silent skit of Mr. Baines coming to the Goddara and he like forgot his rumal and then he's falling asleep you know what I'm saying so like all these ideas were like it's a silent skit no one's talking you know stuff like that I want to throw in there and uh, stuff like uh, Katapa from Toronto he does a lot of pranks and stuff so you know pr- take him into the Goryada realm and start getting him to prank the Gori in downtown or some shit you know just take everyone yeah. out of their comfort zone like for example I even have this idea believe it or not with Santar bro like Santar I'm trying to get uh, you know Santar from Toronto uh, he's recently been doing this uh, Punjab police little um, okay. um, little skit, right? Yeah. So remember in um, uh, remember in Maury uh, when the kids never used to listen. Uh, Maury Povich, remember that show? I n- I never watched I, that I show. I'm so it. sorry. Yeah. It's kind of like a Jerry Springer kind of vibe, okay. essentially. Mm-hmm. But I'm, uh, so I usually remember uh, you are not the father. You don't remember that show? Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> We've seen that. We've heard. Yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that show, he would have a bunch of like episodes of just various stuff. So there's this one episode where he would have kids on stage that wouldn't listen to their parents, right? So imagine these Gore and Kale on stage just walling out. They're like, fuck you, mama. I don't give a shit. I'm never going to work ever again. Fuck school. All this shit. And then Maury is just like, oh my God, what are we going to do, right? And then at the end of the episode, they would have a boot camp, like almost like a lieutenant, a juvenile officer come in and pretty much take these kids to juvenile essentially for one day and they would be scared shitless they'd be like crying and they would film all this right so now imagine a flip to this a punjabi version what would happen in a punjabi household so imagine now mori which i have a mali uh, character he's mori mali right <laughs> i just did it recently with the i don't know you are not jut i don't know if you saw that throwback uh, where the late the the guys like uh, i want to tell my lady i'm not jut i don't know if you've uh-huh. seen that but mm-hmm. pretty much this would be the next the next flip to it okay so pretty much mali would be like hey i have a lot of kids here with their parents and they are not they are not listening to their parents and that so essentially you see these brown kids now on stage right they're like yo f this shit i'm never going to the gold daughter i'm never paying for shit yo i got my own con downtown yo i'm strapped all this bullshit yo kids are wilding right and at the end of the episode what do you think's gonna happen rather than obviously 
a lieutenant, a juvenile officer, we'd get Sangtar coming out in a Punjab police outfit just saying, Nereo, tu si nahi lesson karna hai? Chalo, mai leke jada taanu India pet. You know what I'm saying? And then essentially he's threatening them to take take him to India and then you yeah. can just imagine the kids are like going from gangster to like just crying on stage like, Nereo, mommy, mommy, mani jala India. You know? Would that so, be an actual like reality thing or that would be a skit? Literally a skit. Yeah, yeah, 100% skit. Okay. Like technically they would all be very professional skit like almost like how Cam Peel makes every skit right, like right, a movie. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. how Cam Peel makes every skit like a movie almost? Yeah, almost absolutely. on that level, you know what I'm saying? So That's dope. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that format because it's like it's it's what YouTubers are used to actually. It's you know? super digestible. Hey, and not only that, hey, why is a superwoman not have her tonight show and coming back to skits now? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know if you heard That's about that, but oh wait, she is. is? Yeah, apparently uh, she's not doing her Tonight Show anymore, and apparently her second season or third, se- whatever she's at right now, second. they're they're shifting the format back to skits. So mm. is, does that mean she's back on? She's back to YouTube videos. <laughs> I mean, I, I I hope so because I think you know that, that that format for me at least I was critical of it. I was just like, I don't think that she fits into this, but that's just yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, I love ma- hearing this because like. You mentioned earlier how, like, you guys were all, like, pitted against each other when it came to, like, brown talent. I think that me, like, I'm I'm in my mid-20s, and I was, like, the audience for you guys growing up. <laughs> and when I say that you guys all served a completely different purpose, although yeah. all brown, completely different purpose. So hearing you talk about all of your ideas and stuff, this is only the type of stuff that I would really feel like would come from you. Like, um, and, and the fact that it's, like, Every single week, we'd be like, okay, like, Lily Singh dropped, you know, two videos this week. Super, uh, Just Rain might drop a video. AK might <laughs> drop a video. It was completely, like, you know, you guys have completely different posting schedules. No, AK's was things. after seven years. Uh, AK's, <laughs> AK's, 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 AK's was... Seven like, months. Like, video, seven videos months. take seven months. Movies take seven years. <laughs> yeah. I, like, legit, I was like, okay, like, but the thing is, the excitement level for when your videos would finally come, it was almost like, oh my god, me and my brother would be like, it's his his videos coming, and it was that's, always because that's the risk that of dropping saying, every week versus every couple of months or weeks. Yeah, because like this whole like um, excitement, like the all the energy that you just had was like what we were expecting, and it was so much fun to like look forward to and come forward. So I'm very happy that you're saying that it's coming in a different format and. Just keep going. I, I just love that. Yeah, 100%. I, that. I feel like, like I said, man, people will just relate at the end of the day. Like, like yeah, like my people grew up. It's been 10 years. People that were in like high school are in like past uni now. People that were in uni are married with kids now probably. Yeah, like people fast. have grown up and don't get me wrong, they're still there. Like when I put out like certain videos on YouTube, yeah, I won't go from, it, 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 I usually stop at around 20,000, 30, 40, 50, but if it's a good video like Brown Fam, it'll go up to 100K, 150, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the people are still there. There's literally a, a loyal fan base that are still willing to watch you. And like, like, yeah. and now it's just like, what do you do with it? And how do you, like I said, take it to the next level. I yeah. definitely don't want to be on my channel where I keep getting fucking censored. So like, what's the next step? Take it to a major distributor, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And that's the only uh, way that, people are gonna take you serious you know what i'm saying like uh, at the end yeah. of the day like yeah so right. my my question for you is um do you still feel good posting on youtube after all these uh, years? honestly like i just do it just to, like i don't know if you've seen like I'm, I'm i'm back on like social media pretty heavy with these small little snippets all the time mm-hmm. i'm just doing it just to like keep my face alive like nowadays i'm just like not only just testing my editing skills and just doing stuff for fun and trying to uh, uh, uh you know enlighten people through some you know s- 
you know, hidden knowledge through the fucking skits. But in general, I'm just doing it just to keep people like, you know, show people I'm alive. Because in the end, uh, like, like I said, I do have these passion projects, you know, like the show and the movie. So I just want to know when I do these things, I have their attention by the balls. You know, I just want to make sure they're there, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. I I want to I want to take it back a little bit uh, for people that that don't know um, how this all started. But what was your uh, you know beginning of YouTube or, or creating content in general? How did that like, start? How did it all start? Yeah. Um, well, I used to be on YouTube a lot, so I remember I used to just watch random like music videos and whatnot. And I remember I was everyone knows this story day ones. I was pushing carts at Costco, and essentially I was just bored as hell. I remember I bought this webcam literally same as i did right now for this fucking podcast like i got a webcam up there but i literally bought it for like 10 15 bucks from staples and i just put it together with my computer and i was just so bored that i was literally watching i remember like a couple of videos like it was just music videos and i remember i was watching this rapper's video it was Fote's video back then and i remember i was oh, just wow. like what and i was just like yo everyone's literally talking shit in the comments right and i was like yo i could literally drop a comment or for some reason, I don't know what the fuck took over my mind that night. I literally, I started making a video. I'm like, yo, this is fucked. I just literally put the webcam on and I started watching the guy's video. And I just did a, I guess you could say a review video. <laughs> like, you know, I guess because now it is the yeah, reaction video. And I, I just went off. And that was literally the first thing that kind of took off. And like after that, people just wanted more. Then they're like, yo, keep going. And then I was like, what else do I rant about? And then the next one was about brown girls in Brampton. And the <laughs> next one was, it just kept going on. I just kept ranting. And people yeah. wanted more yeah. and more and more. Your, the next one, your, yeah. your most <laughs> famous character is definitely the your dad, uh, depiction of your dad. It's, I mean. <laughs> just absolutely amazing what was uh your your dad's reaction when he found out uh like about to that the character? fact that i to the fact that i'm making videos or to the character well sure both <laughs> well just in general the videos like i'm not gonna lie in the beginning it was pretty uh it was pretty foul it wasn't like received well because think about it my first couple of videos i was like ranting like an idiot i was swearing so much and i was just like i had no filter Very you know what wrong. i'm saying yeah so obviously now imagine showing that to not young kids who are loving it but now to your cousins your older cousins and your family and obviously they weren't really receiving it the same way you know what i'm saying and they actually told me to literally stop making videos and they actually tried to like get me to stop my youtube channel and everything Damn. but uh, and honestly and that's when i took it seriously that's why i would stop like literally take breaks as well back then as well but honestly i was like yo i can either shift my focus or like shift this energy into something good which was technically that's kind of like that shift i had into skits then i'm like yo let's just start doing like i don't know brown family skits and then like so imagine my dad telling me to stop making videos and i think that was the shift then from me dressing up like my dad i was like yo i'll just i'll just show what's going on in my family then like this is pretty funny enough like this is pretty crazy you know and then that's what pretty much took off a lot then after the rants it was the brown fam series and all that stuff i actually used to watch those with my family yeah yes exactly i'm pakistani punjabi so my my parents speak punjabi they they absolutely thought those were hilarious (laughs) but what what was your dad's reaction when he saw you as the character honestly like he thought it was at the end of the day now that i was back onto like uh, onto skits now it was more like you said i was able to watch it with my family so that's a big difference you know what i'm saying like now my dad is actually feeling okay like obviously he feels weird that he's in yeah. there being <laughs> depicted in there but at the end of the day i'm pretty sure like i won him over with the skits and whatnot you know you actually yeah. showed him i think like for the first time at least my first time seeing him like a few weeks ago on ig yeah. story yeah and i, I was like a little video <laughs> i was like 
I couldn't believe it. I was like, no, like he definitely looks like what you dress up as. Because <laughs> he doesn't look like what, how you dress up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, your brown, your brown fam uh, thing took off. I think one of the first uh, times I really saw your talent as uh, not only just like a performer, but also as a creator. Um, and, and a director was when you did Humble's video, right? You did mm. Boggy Music. Was Boggy that you? Boggy Music. Uh, I was there during it. Uh, I think that was Digitology. But yeah, I remember doing like the you concert You posted it on your channel though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did post it on my channel. I was like part of the creative flow. I was there when they were editing it. Uh, okay, I think cool. that studio was like the first time I actually started smoking weed. So that was a good experience. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that studio was just dope, man. Digitology, they were like, I mean, back then they were doing obviously uh, uh, weddings and whatnot. And then obviously the wedding people have all the gear. So that's where you go to like get your stuff shot. I remember mm. I remember that vividly, actually. Remember, I remember back in the day when I just started making videos on a webcam. I was like, yo, how do I take these to the next level? And where, where would I go? I would go to people that were doing weddings and sometimes music videos because you know music videos weren't that big back then but like people with what that did weddings had all the equipment so i would go yeah. there chill with them they would be fans and i'd be like holy shit like show me how to <laughs> show me how to edit better show me show me what cameras you guys use can i can i borrow them and then that's essentially where it just kind of like started elevating the production that's, level you know that's awesome um, yeah. Did you start rapping after that? Because I've listened to your Fresh Prince of Punjab like all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, honestly, I, I like to write a lot. And like so, um, back in the day, I started with the parody stuff. And nowadays, like I'm still writing for both. Like, uh, for example, I have a, like a, 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 another BG track coming out, Brampton Guardian. Remember uh, Dear Mama by Tupac? Yeah. 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 So I'm doing a Dear Bapu one and I kind of have like that uh, all like good to go, you know? So it's a very it's a parody track but it's such a funny serious track like a, like a, my goal is to make dudes cry and laugh on the track at the same time but it's gonna be a parody track obviously you know what I'm saying nice. but like stuff yeah. like that I, I, I'm still experimenting with raps and stuff and believe it or not I'm actually working towards like serious raps you know because I'm always in the studio with so many artists and I love to write and you know I'm always like sharing bars and we're always working on tracks together and it's honestly it's a dope experience I love. you're I'm very community driven in that way too you know like uh, anytime you watch anything AKTV there's so much collaboration of like uh, other people's music and uh, you know their their ideas in that as well what do you where do you get that from that sense of like you know promoting the community and everything what does that mean to you Honestly, like, I feel like I've been doing it since day one, but like, I think this is my format now. Like, especially that I'm glad that you mentioned it. AKTV is literally my way where I can literally just put anything in there, whether it's my skits or parodies or commercials, whatever it is. Or like you just said, if you want to promote somebody or just put somebody on for a couple seconds, let them know who this guy is. And like, it's the perfect way to do it. And I feel like that AKTV format is literally literally genius like i don't want to like brag about it too much but this is <laughs> go on this your is the, go ahead but this is literally the reason why i'm taking it to netflix because i feel like especially with everyone's adhd nowadays like this is perfect yeah. no skit is more than one minute two minutes and it keeps alternating one you'll see a commercial you'll see a parody you'll see music you'll see everything and and the tv guy just keeps fucking switching and then within 22 minutes you're just like what the fuck that was the tv show that was fucking yeah. sick it just you know it just went by i remember and, uh, you know like back to the uh the boggy music one like the first time i saw that i was blown away because i was like you know a, a, a sort of slight fan of humble i had just seen some of his uh stuff but then i saw you in it you looked cool as shit grabbing the samosa <laughs> off the cart walking in i was like damn and then you see the the concert going on and all of that that was like such yeah. a s sort of like powerful moment to to represent 
um, you know, a, a cultural sort of movement of like, okay, now we're in the scene. Now we're doing this. You have to take note. And, and the whole message behind the song, um, what, what is your relationship like with Humble? Are you, do you still honestly, have a relationship or? Honestly, it's just neutral. Like, obviously, like, okay. he obviously goes to Cali. He's hanging out with Superwoman all the fucking time. Like, honestly, like I said, that's not really my thing or go. I don't really go there. But he is literally from my hood. He's down the street. I, I, as of how much he comes back home, I really don't know. But I don't really hang out with him like that. I mean, I okay. saw him as his birthday literally, like, two years ago or a year ago, you know? So, uh, yeah. but other than that, like, I don't, I don't really hang out with not only him, but I don't really hang out with anybody, bro. I'll, I'll be straight up, dude. Like, I'm literally at home with my family all the time, or I'm in the studio, literally, with artists and, you know, actual people just making music and actual art, bro. How do you balance all of that? Like, you mentioned so many different things. You mentioned that there was plenty of different ways you were making your money, and then you're, you know, pitching towards all these projects. What is, uh, you know, where do you get the sustainability and consistency from to do one? one thing if you want to do one thing honestly i couldn't and that was the crazy thing like i wish i could do youtube full-time but then i was like not getting the money from it I, like i wish i could just do one thing maybe like the movie or the show but i needed funding for it i needed other things for it you know i was i feel like i was always doing so many other things like all this production work and don't get me wrong i fucking loved it i made good money i made all the connects but at the end of the day like you just said like i fucking balanced it like some mad scientist but at the end of the day with the youtube videos and just trying to show people i'm still alive over there but like at the end of the day like i'm so glad i'm where i am now where i feel like i'm much more balanced in the sense that i'm working on now finally my passion projects like in my full full mind is there because not only am i funding it now i'm getting other sponsors and investors i'm getting other cast and comedians involved i'm getting other celebs and cameos involved musicians and producers like everything's kind of just flowing in now and now pretty much you're gonna see me get to work on it pretty much this month here in toronto and then my goal is to go to bc and finish it for another month over there because i do feel like i have a huge cast and like good team out there as well you know and there's a lot of money out in bc there's more desis out there they've been out there longer so i feel yeah. like you know every time i go out there it's you just you know connect a lot of dots as well you know I mean, when, when it comes to keeping up with all these people, giving them opportunities for collaboration and all the people you work with, um, you obviously know what's going on uh, in, in like social media and on YouTube nowadays um, or even TikTok. I don't know if you're on TikTok, but uh, <laughs> yeah. is there when you when you look at, you know, what where brown creators are going, are there things that you like and things that you are not a fan of in the recent trends and everything? I'm not gonna lie, like, I, I used to be not a fan of a lot, but nowadays I just, I'm okay to just accept it all, you know, I'm not gonna lie, like, what's the, what's the, what, what are you really gonna do to change the whole fucking world in that sense, like, you know, make a trend to un, unreverse everything, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, the goal is literally just jump aboard, like, at one point I was like, I don't wanna make a TikTok, and then as soon as I made a TikTok, I was, like, getting so many fans to, like, Instagram, to IG, and uh, to YouTube, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome, I was losing so many fans, now I'm gaining fans, you know, like, you know, every time you're ever, like, scared of something or don't wanna do anything, now, nowadays, I, honestly, I just run towards it, bro, so, at the end of the day, like, I, what would I do different, bro? Like, I think with the show, man, it's just going to put a lot to rest. And you'll see what I would do different and what I would do. You know, what I would do and what I wouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? With the show, you're just going to see who I would cast, who I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? And, like, everything I feel like is going to come through the show in terms of 
you know, what I really want to do, I guess you could say, you know what I'm saying? If this show, you know, and, and we would absolutely love if this show is on Netflix and other things, but, you know. Amazon, Hulu, HBO, we're going that, through, yeah, we're going to go through the list. Maybe it, <laughs> might be, it might be on T-Series on YouTube. Who knows? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> That'd be awesome. No, in the worst circumstance, if it's not able to get on for whatever reason, what yeah. will you do with it? Like I said, dude, I have a whole list. Like, let's just say for some reason Netflix uh, um, it rejects us. Rejects we don't even get the meeting. We go to Amazon. We go If Amazon doesn't hit us, we go to Hulu. Hulu doesn't hit us, we go to HBO. And trust me, that list goes on forever. And then let's just say major distributors don't want us. Then I would still come to YouTube, but not mm-hmm. on my channel. Not on my channel. I would go to the biggest channels in my mind that would handle this content best. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think those... I know I, I, know I used to diss T-Series and make jokes about it but t-series is legit an actual legit distributor that i would put my web series on because they're the most subscribed they're indian like that that's just a no-brainer and i have connects like like i could easily talk to jazzy or fucking sherry mon's homie and get me to t-series and just get me in front of that meeting and be like yo i got this dope web series idea you know here's the pilot you guys want more of it you know what i'm saying and like at the end of the day people want content bro even like let's just say t-series doesn't take us have you ever heard of trope Punjabi by any chance guys no troll Punjabi is a huge youtube channel and they're actually the first ones to have started Punjabi web series so check them out yeah troll Punjabi so like why why are you still against putting it on your channel if 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 it's not for these honestly honestly my channel I, I really I can't stress this enough my channel along with all channels across the board i'm not talking about just youtube because they're all connected everyone's owned by the same fucking corporations right it, it it's on the naughty list let's just put it that way okay <laughs> it's not it's not on those it's not one of those pages where you can put it on trending and my page isn't mm. one of those guys where the agents are coming to me and like oh we want to represent your page and buy your ads like no no, no. i've said some really bad things throughout the years that they pick up on and now back in the day you used to be homies you know flagging you and now in days it's just fucking ai we're up against fucking ai you know what i'm saying so if you say the wrong things you know what i'm saying as yeah. i do have been for the last consecutively last couple of years they put you on the naughty list you know what i'm saying and that's yeah. why you don't get verified that's why yeah. they don't put you you know they they, don't, they they fuck up your and not only that People complain about shadow banning now. This shit has been happening to real creators and real journalists for seven fucking years, okay? And it's been happening on Facebook first, and now it's happening everywhere, like Instagram, and everyone's feeling the wrath. Because think about it, if they don't do it to, like, I'm pretty sure you heard of PewDiePie and Kanye West complaining about shadow banning. That's because they're finally doing it to the people at the top to make the fucking people at the bottom not look fucking crazy for the last fucking couple of years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so so, uh, so what you're saying is like essentially you want this show to be like on a clean distributor that can maximize exposure. 100%, 100%. And I feel like I finally do have the links, man. I like I like through the radio link right now like I'm at my I know homies at like my homie Sammy that's through the Ruckus Avenue, you know. He already goes to these meetings. He's like he knows people out in fucking LA that can get the shit done and, I, and me on my own. I can get shit done on my own, you know, with the with my own distributors like T-Series and Trope and Job B, you know what I'm saying? So I do have I don't want to put my eggs in all in one basket, but I do have like these a uh, hit list of uh, of you know, trusted, I guess you could say, distributors that I would mess around with. At least, I would say, 10 to 15. That's mm. awesome. Yeah. What's, yeah. Uh, what can people look forward to that you're currently working on and, and ways to keep up with you? Um, honestly, like I said, man, I've been putting up a lot of uh, 
snack size, I guess you could say snippets on Instagram just to like keep people like, you know, just, you know, entertained last couple of days, whether it's like funny edits or dubbings or the dubbings are amazing. We actually <laughs> like, I grew up on those because my parents used to watch the Spider-Man, Baby's Day Out, Rush Hour, oh, yeah? all dubbed in Punjabi. Oh, on YouTube back in the, the day, best. right? Yeah. And when you started doing it, I was like, man, I haven't seen this since I was like a little kid. Yeah, so I really, remember seeing them on YouTube back in the day. Like, I remember there used to be just random clips of like Terminator and, like you said, Rush <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hour and yeah. shit. Spider Man. That shit Those was just so, so jokes, dude. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so you're <laughs> but, doing uh, that. That's on your Instagram. But in terms of like what could be coming out, like I said, dude, like the next couple months are going to go in. I'm going to just go in like literally hardcore mode for the production of the show for the next two months. But like you said, hey, what's going on in the background? Yeah, the snack size stuff. I'm going to keep people alive, show people I'm alive. But. I got like cool little big projects going on. Like, um, I don't know if you remember Hating Uncles, of course. Remember Hating Uncles yep. by any chance? Yep. So I got the I got the third edition of that coming out. So okay. you'll, probably, you'll probably enjoy that. And that's going to be literally like what we're doing right now. It's going to be a Zoom edition. So I, I, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to like collecting all the uncles footage and putting it together on this, you know? That's yeah. dope. Um, so yeah, I'm just, and even like collabs, like a lot of people in the city have been hitting me up. Like uh, whether they're, you know, like just, you know, black gene or anybody like they're all hitting me up and they're like yo we're seeing what you're doing can you be your dad in one of our driving instructor scenes and like oh, i'm just trying awesome. to collab i'm just trying to collab with whoever in the city too because who knows i, I might leave the city and go to bc and then from bc who knows i might go to cali <laughs> you know and then, and then get your own show and then we're going to be talking to the next brown guy about uh, how ak used to be this guy and yeah, he's yeah. a big cat now <laughs> Do you ever get like, do you ever get offended or anything like that by um, being asked for those type of roles? Like the, you're saying you're a cab driver, right? In, yeah. In, like, in those types of roles, the stereotypical Indian or Punjabi roles. Honestly, I've never got like roles like that, to be honest. Like uh, I remember back in the day when I was first, first starting and like, um, let's just say like three, four years into it, I would get like Punjabi roles and like the same roles that they just throw what they would throw back at Rupin and just train essentially and they were actually in certain Punjabi movies but I remember I would get roles like that and I would just be like I don't know it's just not for me like you know and they're t you know there's no script you just got to make it up as you go the product like who are the who's the director who's like everything seems like it was so like loose you know what I'm saying and I, I don't know I'm mean, just just seeing my movie always on fucking IPTV for the rest of my life it would just be like fucking a nightmare if it's a shitty movie you know what I'm saying so yeah. I was just always thinking about these things I'm like yo where is it gonna end up who's in charge of this shit and don't get me wrong I still get these random Punjabi movies and random roles all the time but like I said dude I've done so many roles and so many projects for other people I feel like it's finally time to focus on my project to be honest right. and you know what i'm saying yeah. i feel like i'm finally at that time you know and then i feel like now like now instead of collaborating even though technically i'm still going to do the collabs but i feel like people will now be collaborating into the show you know and that's yeah. still a collab yeah. at the end of the day too but like i feel like everyone will be coming towards the show now yeah. and a lot of creators bro everyone from toronto i'm gonna get go to bc finish it off over there and from even maryland little corona in the chest <laughs> um no, you're the you're the uh, self-proclaimed Brampton guardian. You walk around. You said, you know, before the uh, the show started, you were saying, "I got to be here. I got to be there." You know, I'm running the streets and I have these errands. Do you ever get annoyed, uh, like people coming up to you and stuff? I'm sure people always are, you know, running. Honestly, dude, some... that was like one of that back in the day, dude. It was just crazy. I'm not gonna lie, bro. 
I'm not trying to tune my own horn or anything. I literally, I literally felt like fucking Sidhu back in the day. I'm like, holy shit, I can't go. I just cannot go anywhere unless I have people with me or unless it's quick and like you know, take one picture, get out of there. Like you know, it was just felt like it was a nugger thing everywhere I went, bro. Like I would go to the mall, boom, fucking photo shoot. People just come in hordes, and then then you're always worrying about other shit. Like people like showing negative energy, people trying mm. to jump you, this that, like you know, and like not ever, like don't get me wrong, it was like nine. 99% positive but you never know you get some bad yeah. apples here and there and it would just like throw your whole experience off you know what I'm saying and uh yeah, but sure. at the end of the day bro in the beginning it used to be hectic dude like I couldn't even go to like regular banquet hall parties with my family and like <laughs> go to Kanpats at Godora you know like it would just be ridiculous like like my whole life literally fucking changed I couldn't even that must go have been cool though if for its own on, sort of like respect don't get me wrong, I fucking loved it. And then, mo- like I said, most of the time, it was fucking genuine and, like, you know what I'm saying? And um, positive, bro. So, at the end of the day, like, I, I loved, obviously, because it was all respect at the end of the day. But, like, yeah. at the end of the day, I was a wild kid, right, in the beginning. So, you can only imagine the the fans that I was interacting with, the young blood, and they're also wilding out. And they're trying to, if you're trying, if I was ranting online, punking people, doing all this bullshit, you can only imagine yeah. how many people wanted to do that with me on uh. the scene, you know what I'm saying? So, you <laughs> You would always have to be ready for all this shit you know what i'm saying and then and then i always take it to heart too you know like like for example like you know if i go to bc people are more aggressive over there people would want to fucking beat me up and i would take this shit to heart i'm like what the fuck i thought i was just like this class clown everyone wants to you know everyone was you know cool just laughing at the jokes turns out people want to beat the fuck out of you sometimes you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so honestly and then i would take that shit to heart i'd be like fuck what is it about me is am i am i a fucking corny dude i'm like am, are my jokes not good and like i would take that shit to heart and just try to just polish up i would literally just polish up i would just be like oh fuck i want to get better i want to get more conscious i still want to remain funny but like i just don't, you know i just want to be connected to the streets i want to understand why they angry why are they this yo why what's going on in families what's going you know i really wanted to stay connected to the streets and that's essentially what i did bro rather than yeah. like being scared of it all i guess you could say how have you uh matured since then it's been plenty of years since you know you've uh been in the game and uh, you know, I think all of us, when we, even if we, people are to see you, they all know AK, AK. But what does Amandeep think of himself and, and his growth? <laughs> um, honestly, dude, like you said, man, I could have gone to LA. I've kind of gone there. I could have gone there. But at the end of the day, I feel like I am the person exactly who I needed to be. And I've grown immensely bro and i feel like my conscious level is just not at where it used to be when my first web webcam rant i'm pretty sure you guys know that and i'm pretty sure most people know that because if they follow my shit and they see my stories and they see my posts they they realize this is not the same kid that used to be on his webcam rants back in the day like there's an hopefully an elevation you know what i'm saying and like I said, bro, the, the the art and the work will just show, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like, for example, when I when I do this show on Netflix, would it not show growth? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, sure. you know what I'm saying? So stuff like that, I guess, like, it's just going to come, bro. And like, yeah. at the end of the day, I can't explain anyone to my growth. Like, at the, I can't tell them how much fucking I drank, how many shrooms I did, how much weed I fucking smoked. It's just going to come through the fucking art at the end of the day. And like, people are just going to see the growth, you know what I'm saying? There was, so, I think... Um... I'm gonna say so. I started watching you around like uh, end of middle school for me, uh, and and by the time I graduated high school, so I'm going into college. There was this like really prominent shift in the content that you were 
posting primarily on Twitter. It was a lot of like spiritual stuff and, you know, you were relating a lot of things back to Sikhism and um, a lot of sort of classical music was involved. What was that spiritual shift? Um, honestly, like I said, bro, the more I was just becoming more in tune with my roots, the more I wanted to share, bro, to be honest. And like, obviously, a lot of people were not willing to hear that as much as the comedy. And there was a shift just in that from my fan base. But like, was a it lot because of you were provocative before? I guess you could say this. Not only that, but yeah, like the, they were not ready for the zero to a hundred shift. I guess you could say. You know what I'm saying? So, and uh, I guess you could say it happened over time. But yeah, it just started happening right away. You know what I'm saying? The more, like I said, bro, the more I started going out there into the world, learning it, researching online, smoking weed, doing all this shit, connecting with people, the more I started just learning shit and then the more i learned more i wanted to share bro you know what i'm saying and that, that's it at the end of the day once i figured all this shit out hey what the hell like yo these are our roots this is what we need to connect back to you know our gurus simple things like our gurus used to have you know strings and you, you, they used to have, the whole scriptures used to be you know like they're all our guru Nanak was pretty much the first rapper alive bro everything in the scriptures rhymes bro like you know what i'm saying and here we are young kids listening to trap and shit how come they don't want to go to the goddora how come the goddora doesn't and give them the same vibe you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying how come our music is not up to tune you know what i'm saying all these kids should be tra trapping like to like sarangi beats and like you know what i'm saying and like you know what i'm saying they sarangi should be listening beats to, hit way harder yeah they should be <laughs> listening to like simran on trap you know what i'm saying but why is that not being accepted why is that not being tuned in bro like why are the strings not even in the godara so simple things like that bro we've just been brainwashed and like i just wanted to bring us back to our roots bro whether it's through music whether it's through visuals you know art whatnot you know like you see in the back all this stuff and you know obviously i'm the comedian so i gotta get back to comedy but like at the end of the day i've like i've always tried to mix it all in bro you know what i'm saying what is your end goal? What What is, you know, that, that moment for you that you're looking for? Um, you know, it could be something as simple as you moving out of your family home and, and into a certain place uh, to, to whatever your sort of furthest ambitions are. What do you want from, you know, your existence? After this movie, after this show, I just want to make an online Godora through Bitcoin. <laughs> is this real? <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be full transparency. And oh my god! Have, Dang, and, that is and, that is that is a fire idea. I, I can't tell if this is serious or not, but that sounds like no, a fire. Thinking too into the future. I've always <laughs> I used to joke about it back in the day. I'm like online godora, online godora, and then Corona hit, and guess what? All these godore are no. going online. Some, not many. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot that are lost in the old age, but some new ones, new committees that are run by little kids. You know taking their shit online you know what i'm saying and then i just want to like I, I know it sounds crazy but i literally where you would literally have a database of not only just music art everything the way the guru intentionally you know wanted you know what i'm saying so you know i know it sounds crazy but like it all have like you know how you want to put your money into the golik and stuff it would mm -hmm. show you how much the god has made and where it's going and all that oh, literally no. fucking be tracked to the fucking teeth would you be like running it? Would you be, would it be run by AK? Are you going to see? Like, obviously I'd be involved in it, but like, that's not something I could do, but yeah, I could get people involved that can handle that. I know people. I, I think if, I think if your face was on it, maybe it would encourage some people 100%. and then maybe it would turn some people off. They'd be like, hell, he doesn't know what he's talking about. hundred percent. Yeah. I would definitely be the face of it and all that, but yeah, I get some uh, cousins that are in IT. <laughs> 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 um, I know we said we'd keep you for an hour, so do, do you have uh, anything, any last statements or anything you want to get out there? 
Uh, no, man, I just appreciate the fact that, you know, you just want to get the story out there, man. Like, obviously, like, even this radio channel, man, like, at one point, I was, like, not trying to do this radio. I was like, yo, Sammy, what am I going to do on the fucking radio for an hour, interviewing people, all this bullshit? That's not me, man. And then now, here I am. I just love it. I love back getting back on the camera, getting back on the mic, and just talking, you know what I'm saying? It kind of reminds me back in the day when I used to be ranting, like, nonstop, no cuts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, honestly, at the end of the day, bro... My message has always been the same, man. Like, just do you, man. Like, you know, at the end of the day, stay rooted, man. Stay rooted. Because at the end of the day, if you just figure out your roots, you know where you came from, you know where you're going. It's as simple as that. If you know where you came from, you know where you're going. And a lot, I feel like a lot of people are literally lost, bro. And, and then they can fake the funk. They can fake the funk, right? And be like, yo, we here. We made it. We, but at the end of the day, like I said earlier, bro, when you look through people's feeds and stories and you see through that, you can feel an emptiness. A lot, a lot of creators, you know what I'm saying? Even me sometimes, I feel fucking dead inside sometimes, but I still, you know, even Robin Williams said it best, bro. The, the fucking saddest people on earth are comedians, bro. You know what I'm saying? Look at what we got to go through and still, at the end of the day, if we're having a bad day, we'll still make everybody else laugh, you know what I'm saying? So, yo, if... Damn. Yo, you know what I'm saying? So that's the truth, man. And and you know what? Like even you being on this podcast, of course we appreciate it, but there's gonna be a lot of people that are already looking for, you know, ways to hate you more. There's gonna be criticism of you, but there's gonna be the right people that just by you speaking the way that you have spoken today, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna inspire and it's gonna, you know, tell the story of like, you know, it wasn't easy and it and it's not easy and the things that you go through just to live the life that you do, um, it's gonna benefit a lot of people so thank yep. you for sh- being open and sharing yeah. all of that thank you we so really, much yeah, really appreciate you. that 100 um, uh when we hit the next level right would you rather hit the next level without your people not supporting you or hmm. like you said you when you get to this next level you just said it there's gonna be more people hating you i haven't even technically broken through this gora realm and when i sure. do though with this show with the movie at least my people will have my back do you know what i'm saying hmm. it's a big difference if you you run into this new realm and your people don't even have your back. And that's what you said earlier. Why are your people dissing people online and saying they don't represent the hood? Because motherfuckers feel it since time, okay? Simple. Word. <laughs> um, so this is called Strange Flavors. This is our podcast. And at the end of every podcast, we ask the guests a very important question. So Amber, if you want to take that away. Shit, uh, what were, what were all those? Mind. Just throw <laughs> <laughs> This that was just us vibing, bro. Yeah, this is the only one that matters. <laughs> if, if you could describe yourself as any flavor, what flavor would it be and why? What flavor? What the fuck? <laughs> flavor? All right. Flavor of I anything. Got it. Okay. I got it. Okay. All right, let's hear you it. Gotta dis- you got to tell us why with it, too. Mully, because mully prote. <laughs> but mully is... <laughs> It's a okay. flavor. Oh, you know it's a flavor. It's a flavor, but but you gotta tell us why. <laughs> why it describes you? <laughs> because come on, muli prote every day. You don't know my routine. Come on, guys. You don't even know me at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know you like muli prote, but I'm gonna help you out here. I think muli right. is, is is a is a controversial is a- thing to put in prote. There's you know, we eat a lot of kime prote. We eat a lot yeah. of uh, alu prote, but I'm muli, sorry. Can I get a definition of muli? Radish. Uh, Radish. Okay, okay. <laughs> but the flavoring so, and the but, protein. But the, the, but the taste, the smell and everything, sometimes it turns people off. Mm. Yeah. Not so me. That's it, turns what... me, it turns me on right in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here of why it could be you as, as that flavor. 
because because it's because it's you know sometimes it turns people off but if you like it you know it, it hits it's a strong, strong. And guess what? I'm play. a different it's guy. Distinctive as well. Oh, you're a different <laughs> guy. Go ahead. I'm a different guy. End talk of the that story. Talk. <laughs> That's what's well, up, man. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, what's your what's your guys' flavor? Tell me right now, then. Oh, we picked we picked our own flavors uh, before we started this thing. Like, is for it? example, I did mint chocolate chip because uh, it's actually kind of similar to a lot of what you described. Where um, you know, mint is something that is, uh, I guess, refreshing, spontaneous. You're always going for the new stuff, but then the chocolate chips in it um, reminds me of my roots and never to forget the roots. Yeah. So that's why I picked that. I was uh, orange starburst, just positivity. That's all I believe in. Going nice. forward. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is sprinkles because I like to sprinkle a little, just everything. As my friends would probably explain that it describes me well because I just like to be a little sprinkles. sprinkle on top to everything. Else. Extra, extra, <laughs> oh, extra. Sprinkles are extra. Word. Oh. All right, my man. Oh. AKA, you're so a legend. Thank you for being here. This is a dream come true. We appreciate you. Um, appreciate and it. for everybody listening, it's been another week, another flavor, a little less stranger. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <That was dope. laughs>